We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. Over the past several years, we've seen a racial and civil rights reckoning, which has inspired the publication of Do the Work, an anti-racist activity book, which uses an innovative workbook format to give adults a hands-on understanding of systemic racism and how we can dismantle it. On the line to tell us more is co-author Kate Schatz. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you so much for having me. Kate, start by telling us, who is this book for? Thank you. Uh, This book is for people who are looking at the world around us, at this country, at everything that's going on and shaking their head and saying, what do I do? What is going on and what can I do about it? I feel like so often it's so easy for us to say, I'm not racist, but I feel like that statement tends to dismiss that there are are still problems. Why are these things so uncomfortable for us to talk about? Oh, they're uncomfortable because they're hard. It's awkward. And because To really talk about racism and race, we have to acknowledge our own complicity in it and our role in it. It's much easier to talk about it as a bad thing that happens over there that bad people that live somewhere else do. (laughs) It's much harder to talk about ourselves. The other thing I'd add is that for white people, we're not taught how to talk about race. In fact, many of us are taught the opposite. Don't say anything. We don't see race. It's not polite to mention it. So it's very hard to know how to talk about it when we have very few examples of how to do so. Early in the book, you mentioned an exercise from educator Jane Elliott, who's famous for the Blue Eyes experiment that she did with her elementary school students back in the 60s. Tell us about the exercise that she does with non-Black members of her audiences in contemporary times. Oh, yes, absolutely. Jane Elliott is a fascinating and incredible person who did some really powerful anti-racist work a long time ago. Um, And what she used to do with her audiences is she would look out at her audiences and she would ask people if they understand how Black people are treated in this country. And, you know, do you understand what happens to Black people, to people of color in this country? Do you understand how they're treated? And then stand up if you would like to be treated that way. And nobody stands up, right? And so she says, you know, look, you all know what's going on. None of you want to be treated that way. So what are you doing about it? I'm speaking with Kate Schatz, co-author of Do the Work, an anti-racist activity book. So how do we put intersectionality into action? Great question. So intersectionality is really just the concept and the idea that all of us have multiple identities, many of which we are kind of kind of born into or kind of assigned by our society, right? And they intersect and they impact how we are treated and seen and how we move through the world and how we're treated under the law. And what I mean by that is that as I'm talking to you right now, I'm a woman. I'm a cisgendered woman. I'm also a white woman. I'm also a lesbian. I am also uh, an able-bodied person. So as that, those identities intersect and they impact the way that I'm treated under the law. Um, and if I had different aspects of my identity, the way that I'm treated under the law, the way that I'm treated by people who see me on the street is different from how perhaps a black transgender woman living in a different state would be treated under the law and by people who see her on the street. So the idea with intersectionality is understanding that we are really a collection of these identities and that impacts how we're treated. 
Now, some people hear that and they think, well, that's just creating more division. Why do we have to focus on our differences? And to that, I would say we're already treated differently because of who we are and because of these identities. This is just about naming it and understanding it so that we can have a better understanding of how to help and support each other. If you could choose the slogan that best summarizes your book, what would it be? (laughs) Well, I'm not sure if I can swear on the program, so I won't. (laughs) But we like to say that this book is funny, but it's not messing around. I would also say the other thing we describe it as, this is not a coffee table book, it's a coffee stain book, meaning that we don't want this to just to be that nice book that sits there on your coffee table and you kind of just look at. We want this book to be picked up, interacted with, there's pages that you tear out, there's paper dolls you can cut out, you can fold things out, there's posters. It's an interactive book that you're going to grapple with. And this book is incredibly tactile and extraordinarily designed. How involved were you in the design process? Um, We were very hands-on, but we have a wonderful designer. Her name is Diane Holton. And we actually stipulated in our book contract that we wanted to hire a Black graphic designer. We also stipulated that we wanted all of the art and illustration to be done by artists of color. And that was a real way that we wanted to leverage our privilege in the publishing world to create more opportunity. Publishing is an overwhelmingly white industry, and we really wanted to open the door and get as many other contributors and folks in there as possible. So Kamau and I had a lot of collaboration with the designer because we have these concepts and these ideas. We'd say, we want to make this page like a board game. (laughs) And then we would tell that to our designer and she did the wonderful work of translating it into something really visually exciting. And tell us about your co-author, W. Kamau Bell. W. Kamau Bell just got nominated by, for four Emmys, so he's doing great. Uh, <laughs> Kamau is a stand-up comedian. He's the host of CNN's great show, United States of America, on every Sunday night. He recently directed the four-part docuseries, We Need to Talk About Cosby, which is on Showtime. And he's got a lot of other really exciting projects coming up. He's a dad. He's got three girls and he's a good friend of mine. And we had a great time together and we had a great time making this book. People, white people particularly, are afraid to be anti-racist or engage in anti-racist work because they're afraid of messing up and being called racist. And as you point out, being called racist doesn't compare to experiencing racism and the fear of messing up shouldn't stop us from doing the work. And as someone who has messed up in my own life, can we share experiences about times we've messed up? Absolutely. I think it's crucial that we do. You know, uh, I think, you know, vulnerability has become kind of a buzzword, but I think it's really important because when we're being vulnerable, we're being real. And when it comes to having these conversations about race and racism, we have to be real. And again, I'm not an expert um, and it's a white woman doing this work, it's very important to me that I make that clear. I am not a perfect anti-racist because there's no such thing. I will absolutely still say and do the wrong thing, make assumptions, interrupt people, (laughs) assume that I have the best idea in the room. These things absolutely happen. And the best thing I can do is learn from it, realize when it happens, and try to do better next time. I've been speaking with Kate Schatz, co-author of the new book, Do the Work, an anti-racist activity book. How would you like us to get this book? Oh, I would love for everybody to get this book from their local independent bookseller. And if you don't have a wonderful local independent bookseller, you can buy it online. It's really available anywhere books are sold right now. I love supporting for people that like to order their books online. I love supporting bookshop.org. They ship really fast. 
and they give part of their proceeds back to independent booksellers. We need those stores of independent small businesses to thrive in our communities. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today, and thank you for challenging us to do the work. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed talking to you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.